Yeehaw. All right. On that note. Derp, derp, derp. Everybody and welcome to Two Nerds One Quest. I am your host and DM JC here with these three nerds because math is hard. That man pointing at me and grinning is one Tom M. Norman playing Aaron on this morning. How you doing, buddy? I do what I can. I I wish I would have been faster on the draw because then I could have got your all of your comments about being wet and then icy. Oh my God, that was yeah. I didn't get any yeah. of that. Well, you needed to start with your comment about Will she go down. Ah, yeah, I didn't say nothing. I just, I'm just, you know, I'm yeah, the innocent one. Yeah. Oh, that other man smiling and chuckling with me is one Ryan Crixus Kukta. How's it going, Tom, sir? Get him. Hey, you happy the Turkey Day for all those out there. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving oh. for everyone that celebrated. I hope it was wonderful. If you're still celebrating, uh, have a drink for us. <laughs> and last but not least, the man with the mic problems because iOS 15 borked him. One Jeff Doc Williams. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good up till then, up till I figured out my mic wasn't working. Ah. That's it, but as long as you can hear me, things will be fine. We can hear you. You just sound a little hollow, you know, like your soul. Uh, <laughs> like I'm talking from a cave. Yep, exactly. You can take the that can cave. away from your mouth now. <laughs> Is this what it sounds like? <laughs> yeah, actually. Do the Bane voice. I was born in the dark. I was, like yeah. Like you beat me to it. <laughs> everyone yeah. almost instantly goes. That's one of those voices you say something and everyone just instantly starts. Yeah. It. <laughs> Although Speaking my bane sounds how... like my bane sounds like Sean Connery though. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. Oh, what 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 was that meme? I I, I um, oh, I forget. Never mind. Anyways, good story. <laughs> You got a recap and possibly a limerick for us, seeing as how we've been away for two weeks? Uh, sure, yeah. I had to watch the recap last night. Thanks, Tom, for, for putting that up, uh, if anybody else caught that. Uh, I'll try to make it quick, because uh, there might be a lot of combat coming up here. Or, you know, we might be dead real quick. So, Ernan uh, so started out as an ice statue, and with some assistance from... Crixus and Valene and the Codicil of White the, with the uh, help adjusting a spell, which didn't maybe didn't work out quite white, right, but maybe did, turned Aranon into a simulacrum of ice, and he started walking around again. Um, but on the bright side, it cured all of his curses and exhaustions and madnesses. Um... Deciding to not just uh, cut our losses and and uh, leave the leave town, uh, we decided to head up to the second level where we found Owl Oral. Um, 
thinking that maybe battling a god wasn't a good idea. A couple of the party thought, hey, let's get out of here. And Crixus is like, no, this is the source of all evil. Let's take her out. Um, so we got into the battle and everybody kind of brought their uh, brought their A game to the first couple rounds. And we defeated her. She turned into a pile of slush. We were all happy. And then she decided to come back in uh, a second form as a woman covered in blades of ice. And as she was heading towards us, we ended the episode. Um, today, today you get your uh, two-for-one deal on um, on limericks because we went two weeks. So here's a friendly piece of advice: when Oral's blessing does entice, don't go for power because that deal will turn sour, and you'll just be a statue of ice. <laughs> And with Aranon walking, but not warm, TBD attacks Oral as a swarm. She's defeated quite quick, but it's just a trick because turns out she has a second form. Nice. Very nice. Dude, you... Ah. I suppose you start doing it enough, you you get really good at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I start knowing what you're looking for as far as words and phrases. All right. Um, um, so, JC, can you, can you set the scene for us where yeah. we are? And uh... Uh, you are in um, standing in the space between G seven and G eight on the palace level. Um, you're looking into the room ahead of you. Uh, the pile of slush that was on the floor behind you is a uh, a throne, and there's some ice around you on the ground, the the fog still layering, even though it seems to pour down the stairs and everything, still about two feet ahead of you, or or ahead of you, off the ground, sorry, Um, kind of filling the room. The oral, the hacking of the horn, the horn turned to slush and it fell to the ground and just slopped chunks and she started melting away, much like the, uh, the Nazis in... Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and it just it's slushy pieces just falling away one at a time hitting the floor and charging and then it all seemed to swirl into like this winter storm of um, uh, you ever see a pile of leaves make like a tornado from the wind swirling around something very much like that but all snowflakes and ice shards and everything and whipped up and 60 feet away it slowly built up around these ice crackling chunks to this 10 foot tall um almost looks kind of like Aranon looks except she's got like shards of ice that kind of protrude from her and when they get too long break off and kind of fall to the ground and shatter and rebuild up her body a little like uh T-1000 as he's moving along running along the road um and as her body like creates itself from the ground and all the ice kind of breaks off you hear Valene, those standing close to Valene. you hear her mutter lady ice kiss and um at that moment that's kind of catches your ear and then she charges Crixus she's running directly at Crixus from 60 feet away she gets about halfway there and the ice elongates and separates 
and then the what's closest, what ends up closest to Crixus, it almost hits you in the face, Crixus, and it dissipates to nothing, and the whole body kind of collect, collects up from behind at that point, and, and you're hit with a, a face full of like snow powder, and it just kind of melts on your face, and she's gone. We're out of initiative. Well, that was She's unexpected. To be seen. Huh. Hey, we've defeated her second form. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy, said Valine. I am not confident she's gone. Uh, Boil. Does your ice power tingle? Right in the giblets. Hmm. I, I'm gonna. So she just, just up and poofed. Essentially, yeah. Um, make an Arcana check, Crixus. I'm gonna go further into G8 into that room, just to, like, look around yeah. and see what I can see. See if there's any. It's five at disadvantage because I'm still exhausted. Uh, you think you think she may have just disappeared? Um, I'll shadow Aaron on. Okay, uh, moving into um, this is uh, a bedchamber. Uh, there's wrecked furnishings. Um, was once you and and they're giant furnishings. Everything in here is giant sized. At it's bitter cold. Um. There's a staircase out to the to your right and to the left. There's like a little storage area, little storage area. By by little storage area, I mean like forty by thirty. <laughs> they are giants. But there's a set of stairs up towards G9. If you look around the side of the stairs, there's snow and ice kind of piled up, making it difficult terrain to walk back there. You can go explore back there if you like. I would take a look back there. Um, Crawling back there, you kind of stumble over some of the snow and um, make a dexterity saving throw for me just as you're going back there. Don't fall. Yeah, right. Seven. Seven. Yeah, you're, you're stumbling back there and your hand hits and a little, just just a little chunk of your pinky finger, just like the very tip of it just snips off. And you kind of look at your hand and you're, you're like, oh. Kind of like Jack Sparrow does in the cage, <laughs> or not in the cage, but in the cave when he's got the coin and he steps into the moonlight. He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting." That's kind of how you are right now, getting acclimated to your ice form here. Ernan, do you need some assistance? I think I'm good. Is there anything? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, and I'll continue to go back and search that. Okay, the give me area. an investigation check. While they're investigating, Crixus is going to uh, ask Valine about what she knows about this Lady Ice Kiss. Lady Ice Kiss is um, one of the Frost Maiden's forms. Um, Seven. She is... Uh, 
is probably our most fearsome form. The owl does not seem to... I mean, although it was creepy and she looked at us a bit weird, this is the one that people fear. Um, the bright blue eyes and the cloak of mist. But it's the blades of ice that grow out of her body at the odd angles and break off when they get too long. She can impale people. She can... It's... Um, she'll use weapons made of this ice that seem to be supernaturally resilient until she discards them. Um, when we meet again, this is the form we must be prepared for. Correct. I don't know when we'll meet her again. I don't know where she went. I have a feeling she teleported somewhere. Well, we've been everywhere in this place but up, right? Yeah. Did did I... I'm assuming I didn't find anything with my seven. No, you found snow, ice. Some fog. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay, so, so yeah, come, I would go up the stairs then. Come climbing back out there from around the staircase. Um, Doc, are you going to follow him up the stairs? Yeah, I might try to lead him up the stairs. Lead me? You guys, do you guys um, tell Crixus and Valine, who seem to be having a conversation around G7? <clears throat> Not or do you just start climbing? I'm just going to start climbing. Crixus, make a perception check. <laughs> They're going to leave without you guys. And... Ah, uh, Valine's got you. <laughs> got it. Hey. I think they're leaving. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I don't like this. She says <laughs> She starts going. Is it possible she could have just teleported straight upwards? Yes. I, I don't well, know Well, then let's how, double time. I don't know how far her powers range. So you work your way up these stairs, this flight of stairs up to nine. You hear the wind howling as you get to the rooftop. Um, the, it is an icy crown to this giant skull. Uh, each prong of the crown extends 40 feet into the sky. Um, there are 10-foot wide gaps between each of them. In the middle of the roof, there's a nest about 30 feet in diameter, like a bird's nest. Um, as you climb up there, make perception checks. There I go, 15. 14. Crixus, you don't, but uh, Doc and uh, Aranon, as you climb up there, you hear first the wings beating, and then you see just in the distance, and then it disappears, this form of aural on the back of a rock flying away. Would we know which direction, like north, south, east, west? North. Okay. But, the, I mean, she's out of view almost. Like, you see her, and then she's gone in the swirling storm of snow. So we would at least know which direction she was heading. Yeah. <sighs> well, that answers that question, I guess. 
Um, well, I guess... I mean, we follow her now, right? Well, I think she's going to come back at some point. I would agree, Doc. So, do we just want to wait here a couple days to see what happens? I mean, the cold doesn't bother me. I can sit out on this tower. Okay, Elsa. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Crixus could use a nap anyway. So an overnight would be reasonable, but at some point, we're not going to have the provisions to just stay in this castle. Mm -hmm. Truth. Do, um, do we know about what time of day it is? No, it's, it's dark. It's the, the sky is completely dark. There are no lights in the sky right now. So you're guessing it's close to midnight. So close to the time that she, that uh, the lights come up through? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you guys what, I'll, uh, and I'm going to start searching as I talk. Yeah, I'm the new ice queen. Um, as, as, <laughs> I want to hear you sing, let it go, Norm, let's go. Come on. <laughs> that is not happening. That is not happening. Uh, Doc will be Olaf. Crixus can be, um, uh, not Sven. The other guy, the giant Christoph. snow monster. What the giant reindeer? snow monster that work too. Um, I'm gonna I'll search. Be the... You can be Kristoff. Then <laughs> <laughs> I end up as an ice queen. Oh, I mean, I get it. Why I know why I ended up as an ice queen. Arrogance. I get it. I get it. It's <laughs> true. It's true. I am the prettiest one. Oh wait, I don't. I don't have the madness anymore. No, you don't. You are, though, quite quite literally the prettiest one now. You sparkle and you're shiny. and The sun bounces off me and I... Um, yeah. What so, sun? Uh, what is the nest made of? Is it Ooh, like large, like, and... it, well, logs and <laughs> pine branches and, yeah, it's logs and it's it's like okay. a massive beaver dam almost. Can, can I search it? Oh, sure. Absolutely. You, you would need help getting inside a dock, though. I will assist him. It's 30 feet wide and probably about 20 feet tall. So I need an athletics check to climb up inside. Sure. That's that advantage because Crixus is assisting you. Okay, I don't know if I'll need it. 18 on the first, and advantage is not that. 18. Okay, yeah, 18. You, you find some good handholds and some broken branches to kind of grab. And you eventually fall in there. <laughs> it's nice and smooth on the inside. It's almost like something lives in there and wants it to be a nice smooth bed. So all the pointy parts are on the outside. Um, As they should be. Yeah. Uh, make Well, you don't really have to make a very... Uh, actually, make an investigation check because there are some smaller things. Oh man, I would like to use my inspiration. Except that would probably be a good idea. If you remember, Crixus is I, no, I, I can't not, assist you inside of it. I do not have it, so I'm just at my nest. Well, no, you you fall in and you end up like hell, 
picking yourself up and helping yourself up on a five foot tall, 150 pound silvery dragon egg. Ooh. Can you do me a favor and roll 3d10? That would be 13. All right, cool. Um, that's all you see in here. You're kind of shocked by it and kind of amazed that there's an egg in here. You don't think it's a rock egg? Hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll yell that information out to the guys. Um, hearing that, Aranon would instantly mm -hmm. climb up into the nest. <laughs> uh, make an athletics check to get up in there, Aranon. Or an acrobatics check. You could do some fun acrobatics to get up there, I'm sure. Double backflip canter thing bounce off of this. Nat that 20 for it. 27. Oh, shit. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it, it looks like, um, like, uh, Wesley <laughs> in Princess Bride this month. I did a up. triple flip up. A triple Lindy upwards, a reverse uh -huh. triple Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> you end up in there. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check inside there. I mean, you're kind of, you look at the egg that um, Doc is looking at. And you start uh, 13. looking around a little bit else. Um, you find that there's a harp up there. It's carved out of exotic wood. Um, there's an inlay into it and some gemstones on it. Uh, you think it might be worth a fair amount. It's it's a very, very beautiful, beautiful uh, um, instrument. Hmm. How much would I think it's worth? Or would I have to go get it appraised? Um... Enough to take with check. Oh, it's definitely coming with it if it has gems on it. I'm sorry, what did you say? Insight? Stuff. I said insight. I never know how to appraise stuff. I should actually look and see if there's calls out a specific one for that. Might just be a straight intelligence check. 16. Um, you think this is probably worth a bit better than 500 gold easily like you you could get probably 500 because i am who i am i'm gonna strum it uh, it's out of tune sounds a little uh hmm. you don't know this crixus is a noisy to no end um <laughs> <laughs> but you strum it and you're like oh that's beautiful <laughs> crixus is like Ugh. Crixus is outside of the basket saying, Are you daft? That's not how you play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm going to throw him the finger, but he probably can't see because I'm in the middle of the nest. Like you're literally going to snap one off and throw it to him? <laughs> <laughs> no. As you can these days. Uh, yes, I could throw lots of things at him right now if I wanted to. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to physically throw him a finger. 
wow, the trip my head just took on that. You when you said I could throw him a lot of things. Uh huh. <laughs> the trip my head took what? with those thoughts. I'm like, eh, probably better I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> does the um, does the dragon egg seem movable? Like, is there a possibility of getting it out of there? You could probably get it out of there. I mean, moving it, yeah, it rocks. I mean, it's between two of you. You could probably lift it out. I'm gonna. It'd be awkward as hell. In, inside, then I'm gonna suggest to Aaron uh, maybe not with, maybe not with you in here, but I wonder if we could set this nest on fire. On our yeah, way I, out. I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it would make a good place to camp. It would be warm. Um, how big there's, is the? You know, egg? there's beds inside. Is there fire though? I mean, I suppose it doesn't matter. We could take the wood and bring it down, I suppose. And uh, Valene had a a handy-dandy dome that she was using, too. Um, Yeah. Make an insight check, uh, Crixus and Doc. It. Actually, I probably shouldn't even have you make a check. It's very, very obvious. A fire for Aranon? A fire for Aranon right now wouldn't be a very good idea. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, we'll let him walk out first. I mean, just a fire in general is going to be a bad idea for Aaron on right now. He doesn't need a fire. How how big um, was the egg? Uh, five feet tall. Taller than Doc. And how heavy? 150 pounds? About 150, yeah. Wow. I mean, the two of you could lift it easily. But how? getting it up over the edge of the 20-foot nest and down to the ground safely... That's going to take some dice rolling. Does it fit in the bag of holding? That's what I'm looking. That's. <laughs> I think the bag is a three foot diameter. If it's five. Because be... I was going to say, if it's five feet tall, it's probably about three feet. Or... Man, maybe it does fit in the bag of holding. 150 pounds, though. What do you have in the bag of holding? There's That's a lot what of I'm co- looking. I don't have you a only lot. only 500 pounds in there. I, I... It is also an egg. Which theoretically, there's something inside that may need air, or a giant omelet. I mean, would it need air if it's? I mean, just the crack egg? the thing open and light the nest on fire. You can have a huge ass omelet. There you go. <laughs> mm. So it's so it's an actual real egg, not a decorate decorated. You believe so? Yeah, you believe this is an actual egg. Like it has, it has the imperfections of nature. Okay, so I would, I would then tell Doc we should just burn the whole thing if we're gonna burn it. We don't need to be having to care for some kind of baby dragon that will then eat us alive later. Could you imagine riding a baby dragon into battle, though? Sounds really badass. Do you want to be badass or do you want to be dragon food? Right now, if the dragon breathes any type of fire on me, I lose limbs. What if it's not a fire dragon? How about Valine, we not find out? Valine says you wouldn't be very appetizing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like chewing on ice chips. Now, you guys are talking with oh. each other. Two of you are in the nest and two of you are outside the nest. And what I am envisioning 
is that the two inside the nest have climbed, kind of climbed up the side and are leaning on the edge of the nest like this, <laughs> talking down to the two standing outside of the nest. And that's yep. how the four of you are kind of talking yeah. right now. Yep, I can handle that. Yeah. We got, we got an egg in here. It looks like a dragon's. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to do? Well, we can't, uh, we can't just leave it. Yeah, we because can. Because then we're basically just giving Valina a drag, or giving a oral a dragon. Not if we burn the nest with the egg in it. Uh, Listen, the thought of I I get having it having a dragon. Yeah, smash the thing and be done with it, Valine says. And I'm gonna point to her and point to my nose, or where my nose should be, and point back. Do you not have a nose now? I don't know. Is is it? Yeah, you I have like, a nose. Oh, you have a nose. I was gonna say, am I like? Uh, You're like an ice sculpture that moves. I, I envision myself like uh, Gumby, like that, like that oh. form, like that blocky ice. That oh, I'm thinking of you like um, like like an ice sculpture that just moves oh. <laughs> like you see the fancy ice sculptures mm-hmm. carved people and stuff yeah you just but you move at the hips and everything it's kind of weird a little flowy like um like the face in uh the abyss you remember that comes mm-hmm. in the water and makes her face as she's looking at it yeah kind of like that mm. but much more defined like the uh like the is it the slith in uh sort of truth Oh, holy shit! You're really blowing my memory. I haven't read those in a long time. The woman, the woman in the well that came to help them travel. I think so. Yes, yes. Holy crap! Wow. I know. Oh. Does the egg fit in the bag of holding? If it does, I want to effort that. I would say you can certainly try. <laughs> you think it might? Is not going to give up his bag of holding. It's only 150 pounds worth of space. It oh, is, but I don't want the egg. I don't want the dragon. Fair so enough. I will. Then I am taking the bag of holding off of the table. Okay, then I'm gonna try and push it up over the edge, and I'll, if I can get it there, I'll say, "Crixus, and catch." Uh, make, make, make a strength check. <laughs> Come on, I we just want a dragon's egg. Okay, it's a 14. So you're able to push it up the edge. And you say catch, so I need two things from Crixus and Valine. I need a dexterity saving throw because you're not expecting this egg to suddenly come over the edge. Disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the saving, wrong. Oh, no, saving right? throws not a disadvantage. Okay, perfect. Valine didn't do so hot with this. Henner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, if you guys are just cushions, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> Egg comes over the edge. Um, let's see. It's 20 feet of fall damage. So roll 2d6 for me, Jeff. Eight. Eight. The egg hits on and lands on Crixus and Valine. Um, you each take two points of bludgeoning damage, and the egg takes four points of bludgeoning damage. The shell itself remains intact. 
The egg is outside the nest. Gah. I'm soft like a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> With all of your hard mail and shield and... <laughs> Any higher than the egg would have cracked. Eight was about um, the threshold of what the egg could take. Damn it, Doc. Push harder. I mean, I don't have a spell that helps here. Um... I don't know, I'll try to push the egg around for a while, I guess. Yeah, you can roll the egg around. It's easy to roll the egg around. But it's a oblong, isn't it going to be all It'll fit all down funky? all the hallways. Yeah, it'll Giant. fit down all the hallways. Getting it down the 10-foot stairs will be... All right. A challenge. Um, I am firmly planting my heels and not using the bag of holding. I'm not going to help with the egg either, so I'm going to... I'm gonna kind of poke around. I'm gonna find a like a stick that I can use and just kind of poke at more things inside the the nest just to occupy my. Make time. another investigation check. Ten. Ten. Um, looking around a bit more, you find two things. Uh, you find a chain uh, that has a bloodstone pendant on it. You pull it up, it's got this red stone on it. Kind of shines. You think that might be worth something. You tuck it away in your pocket. The other thing you find that's kind of sunken into the nest like it was built in as part of the nest, and that's why you didn't see it before, is a wooden chest covered with bird droppings. There's a heavy padlock on that. Um... You think there might be valuables inside with the size of this lock and the quality of it. I am definitely looking for a trap. Okay. <laughs> uh, crap. Uh... Uh, when Crixus when is in control of the egg, I'll slide back down and see what Aaron's playing with. What is, okay. what is uh, trap searching? Investigation. Investigation. But I feel like that I had some kind of modifier. Scroll down past survival. Ah, and doesn't matter, net 20, 20, 24. There you oh. go. Yep, it's not trapped at all. It's got a heavy-duty padlock on it. All right, I'm going to pick the lock. Okay. Make a lock-picking check. Dexterity. Oh, my God. Check with plus your... Is that with all your bonuses in your... Yes, I have a... I, got, I rolled a two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you struggle a bit. Um, you're unable to get it unlocked. All right, so I would stop, put down my lockpick tools, stretch, crack my knuckles without actually breaking my fingers, <laughs> and give it another try. Glad you said that. Yeah, tough to use a lockpick with only stubby half fingers. Yeah. There you go, dirty 20. 30, 20. So you take a break, you regather yourself, and go back to picking at it. Um, there's a moment where you're like turning it and you think you got it. And then there's a snap and you're like, uh, I'm not. And then there's a click and it gives. 
almost like there's a piece of ice or something you pushed past in there. Um, the lock opens up. It, it, you actually have to yank on it pretty hard because it's that looked really bad. <laughs> yank on the lock pretty hard to get it open because it's like frozen. But it opens up. Um, what would you like to do? You have the uh, yeah, yank on it pretty hard. <laughs> Yanking. Aaron, would you like me to open it? No. Doc, I would. Doc come, comes walking over and looking at what you're doing. I would. I would My open it. My only concern is, is it a flame trap inside of it? Oh God! And then Aaron was nothing but missed. Um. He will be missed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's this one. <laughs> Give yourself inspiration. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. No, I, I'm just going to open it up. Okay. Because I'm assuming if the, if the thing wasn't trapped, did, did my trap searching go for just the lock? Yeah. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check the lid then before I open it up. Okay. <laughs> He's gotten much more cautious in his eyes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I rolled an eight. Yeah, you don't think it's trapped at all. Yeah, that's fine. I'll open it. Yeah, you open it up. Uh, reveals, your, you estimate somewhere between 250 to 300 gold. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ring in there with a pearl, a black pearl set into it. Um, in the, it's like in the shape of like a whirlpool. Uh, you... Uh, that's got some value to it. You're sure. Um, there's a scroll in there, rolled up. Alright, I would dump the gold in my bag of holding. I'd kind of like scoop it up into the bag of holding. Um, and that's where I would have actually put the harp as well, by the way. How much room do you have in your bag of holding? I have this point. quite a bit. Pound-wise. Uh, you put a lot of that coinage when you sorted mm. through that gold and silver. There was a lot. Yeah, but that was only a couple hundred pounds because I, I only took the he gold left, and he left silver. The, I, I left all of that copper. I think. Yeah, all mm. the copper he left behind. I think we figured it was like 120 pounds or something it's, like that. What do you? I don't know. Like? It's fifty. It's fifty coins to a pound, I believe. Okay, yeah, he'd easily be able to add... I mean, this is only going to be, like, six pounds worth of coins. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, my my total weight carried is 387 pounds. That's total. So that's right. including my backpack, my bag of holding, my person. Yeah, everything in the bag of holding is in there, so. Do you have your coin weight turned on, though? That's Probably a, not. I that's don't. a D&D tricky thing. Yeah, I don't have you guys put that on. Yeah, I was going to say John didn't have the, his bug carrying stuff. Yeah. It's in the bag of holding, though. It makes a difference. Yeah. You've got I, I over, can turn it on. You've oh, got 11 yeah. over like, 12,000 coins in the in the bag of holding. I, oh, I only have 7,400. You didn't put coins any silver? You didn't put any silver in the bag of holding? I only have... Look at the top of your inventory. Oh, it's total currency in gold pieces. I gotcha. It's still 12,000 coins is 240 pounds. 
Yeah, coins are like rice. Okay. They just fill in those empty spots in between. Mm -hmm. Rice. Then you're probably fine. Did we dump out the coal? I think there was coal or slag or no, I, I didn't have coal. I had ingots, but I only have 40, 40 pounds of ingots. Okay. Uh, this is fantastic audience stuff. So it's, you, it's can fit, you can fit the six pounds worth of <laughs> coins in your bag. Yes, you have the room. We're, we're helping teach new players yeah. mm -hmm. and new DMs that they don't want to deal with coinage. Yep. Yeah. Like maybe we should convert that to platinum when we're back in a big town. That might be a good idea. Just saying. Although there's only one town of the ten towns that could probably do it for you. <laughs> They'd probably like the small change. Yeah. Do, uh, do we... Does Crixus see like what's 2, or in there? No, you, you aren't you outside of the net? You're on the outside. I What I yeah. would do, though, is I would take the ring and the scroll, and I would show people that know things about rings and scrolls to be like, hey, do you guys recognize this? Okay. Um, you show Doc. Doc has no clue. <laughs> can, I, can I do some kind of check on the ring? Sure, you can make an Arcana check. Cool. Seven. Seven. It's a ring. Doc, it's, a, it's a ring Doc, whirlpool. Wait, no. Doc thinks this is a ring that will create a whirlpool in water. Clearly, it's right on the ring. It looks like a whirlpool. Yeah. He be absolutely believes this ring will make a whirlpool in the water. Um... Crixus, you have the egg. What are you doing with the egg right now? I'm running my hand over the smooth surface of the egg. Okay, Valine walks up to you and goes, you know we can't take this with us. <laughs> Just want to hold it overnight. Who knows what might happen. If Oral comes back looking for this... It might be the only leverage we have against her. I'm going to yell over the top of the nest. Maybe if you sit so, on it, it'll hatch. So we're going to piss off mom, basically. I suppose there's no good way. I mean, like, we took this out of the nest. Mom's going to be pissed no matter what now. I think we should put it back in there and leave it. <laughs> Nothing good will come of it. There's no way we're getting that egg back inside. It was smooth on the inside. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to well, take one I, last look around inside the nest while you guys are all talking and just kind of pull at stuff because the trunk was hidden. And you pull at branches and stuff looking around the rest of the nest. You don't find anything else that you think would be of value. All right. I'm going to so, slowly claim out of the nest then. Doc will kind of sit at the top of the nest and talk from a perched position. Okay. Um, so our options here. We go chase after Oral to who knows where. We stay here and wait for her to come back and maybe set a trap. Or we burn this place to the ground and run. Hopefully the nest would melt a lot. It seems like there's a lot of material there. Okay. Valine looks at you and says, We cannot fly. Going after her will be difficult. At best. Waiting for her to come back? I don't know what our chances are against her. 
burning this place to the ground, I think our friend here may have some issues. Um, we'll give him a head start. Sure, we'll get down. I think this egg needs to stay here, though. She seems adamant. She's she's she doesn't want anything to do with the egg. We should move to, to the regular glacier. Starting to think you're not a team player there. <clears throat> I just don't care for um, large creatures that may consider me a snack. I, again, I'm going to point at her and then point at my nose and then point back at her. We agree on something. That should tell you something. Um, Doc's going to all of a sudden slide back over the edge and go back into the nest where they can't see. He's going to look and see, are there four hiding places amongst the nesting material that we could ambush the rock? Make an investigation. I don't know, the rock is pretty tough. He throws elbows like nobody's oh, business, I heard. It, it looked like a 15, but it actually was set on fire. No, there is no hiding from the rock. Hmm. He has an excellent sense of smell, and he knows what you're cooking. Hmm. Yeah, we haven't showered in a while. That too. <laughs> Although Aranon <laughs> smells... Aaron smells pretty neutral at this point, I imagine. I smell like ice. Yeah. It's fresh and so clean, clean. Clean and crisp. Alright. Um, well, Crixus is going to angle towards staying in this castle one night, uh, heal himself, and rejuvenate his energy. Aaron will second that. Uh, Hold on to the egg. Aranon will not second and that. And you will. Uh, and before he goes to sleep, if there's anything we think is magical, Crixus would uh, likely want to identify them. Okay. I so. I, I would have shown Crixus the ring and, and scroll upon dropping down. Okay, opening the scroll... Crixus, you don't need to do identify or anything. You open the scroll, you recognize the writing. It is a spell scroll of mass cure wounds. Um, you cast identify for the ring? Yeah, I would like to do that if, if I'm shown the ring and then I heard a harp or something like that. I'd want to make sure if that's magical. I would I would show that to you as well because that is... They're both very, very beautiful items. Worth probably a good amount of gold, but neither one of them is magical. Perfect. So Doc the is just pretty. Doc, Doc, you'd probably actually fight him on that. That that ring would create a whirlpool, <laughs> and be laughing the whole while you're fighting with him. You're like, no, that that creates a whirlpool. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably um, be doing it to get him to give it to me, and then I wouldn't give it back once I had it. Yeah. yeah. And if it's expensive, I'm not giving you shit. It's going. The it's only in... way this ring creates a whirlpool is if you sit there for an hour like this. <laughs> <laughs> Doc thinks that's funny. Uh, yeah, Doc, Aaron that's, thinks that's funny. Uh, that there's probably a good chuckle about all of that. Uh huh. Um, so where are you guys going to spend the night? Is the question, and how is Team Egg moving the egg there? 
Well, I mean, if she comes back, are we going to finish our sleeping? Or are we going to have combat or whatever at that moment? Well, if she comes back, we're going to have to fight. I mean, I don't think there's any way around it. Because if we fight her when she comes back, we should stay near the top. If we're going to wait until everyone gets a rest, then we should probably go back to the room we slept in the first night. I mean, it sounds like, to me, Valene would... Uh, when she explained Lady Ice Kiss and her level of power, we probably need to be better in order to have much of a chance against her second form. So, I mean, Crixus then is kind of snapped into... Um, kind of a, a realization that they probably bit off more than they can chew attacking a god so um, we should head all the way down and kind of almost hide the fact that we're still there make perception checks as you guys are discussing this on the roof before you head down one Doc is Doc is dead set interested in that egg. He's curious. Natty one six. Aaron's more concerned about his ring mm-hmm. that he that he got. And um, Crixus, you happen to look up and you notice in the sky the shadowy form that rolls across the sky. Looks a little bit like a bird with a shiny rider on its back, and the aurora borealis lights appear in the sky again marking midnight as the shadow form goes overhead we gotta move people and then I point up in the sky is it heading towards us? no it's heading across the sky you think it may return sometime soon but the realization said then sets in and is finally finalized. This is her magic you're seeing in the sky. She's keeping it like this. Through magic. He actively has to engage with it on a regular basis for it to continue. And every night at midnight. So. She flies the sky and casts. If we could have distracted her for longer or kept her from doing that. May have been a bit of sunlight, possibly. Well, it is midnight. Here's or an idea. The rock. Hmm. Here's an idea. How about we go all the way down to the bottom, leave, travel for an hour or two, set up camp, and rest outside, and then we can go find somebody who can get this icy shit off of me. Maybe there's somebody in whatever big city we can go to that can you know maybe turn me back into me maybe the brotherhood knows but we should probably pack you in bubble wrap what's bubble wrap says Feline (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe that magic ring would make bubbles Hmm. a whirlpool of bubbles I'm just gonna roll my icy eyes and Start heading towards the stairs. All right, team egg. Let's try to get the egg down the yeah. stairs as carefully as we can. I'm in and for you know it. what? 
I am going to actually help them push the egg to the stairs. <laughs> Thanks okay. for your help, Baranon. I knew I you'd like to... see it through. Yep. I'd like to be on the bottom side when it gets to the stairs. Okay, so you go down the stairs first. Um, you, you get down the stairs. It's actually pretty... It's easier to get down the stairs than get up the stairs. So you get down the next flight of stairs. What I am going to need here... Okay, first of all, I understand Crixus and Doc's intentions. Aaron, what is your intention? I'm going to push that Sabotage, motherfucker correct? as hard as I can over the top stair. I'm okay. going to shove that thing. I'm, actually, what I want to do is get it rolling so that it's tougher to stop. And once, you know, and just keep rush, pushing and pushing and pushing and, and get that thing to launch over the top stair. Okay. So as you start rolling this egg, Aranon starts shoving this thing like hard and moving fast. Doc, you're running to actually get to the stairs before the egg. Um, I need a dexterity saving throw as you go down the first stair yourself to prevent you from landing on your ass. <laughs> Dirty 20. So you slide, you get to the stairs, you kind of slide the last couple feet and drop down and you're ready to catch. Crixus, are you trying to do anything to slow the egg? <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah, I'm... I'm a- I've got my hand kind of on the top front side of it, trying to maintain balance of it, uh, while Aranon hopefully is pushing it at a reasonable rate. It's an unreasonable rate. I need stairs. a I need a pose strength checks as Aranon's putting pushing at an unreasonable rate. Now this, this benefits is a ability check. Strength check. Yep, strength ability check. That is a disadvantage for you, Crixus. Ugh. Aaron only rolled a seven, so I got a seven. I rolled a twenty and a two. <laughs> <laughs> so Crixus, you're putting your hand on there, and you realize Aaron's actually pushing this thing pretty hard, and you're trying to find some purchase to slow it down, and your feet are sliding on the ice. I love this so much. Aaron, you fool, slow down. I need a dexterity saving throw as you reach the edge of the stairs, Crixus. And then make an attack roll on Aaron. 15. 15, yeah. You slide off the stairs and you're able to slide. Um, Aranon pushes it over the edge. The um, I need... How's yeah. Aranon's footing? Well, how's Aranon's footing? Um, that's that's actually a good question. Um, Aranon, make a dexterity saving throw as you go to shove this thing. <laughs> Is it easier or 26. more difficult for oh, an ice monster to... Probably, I'm imagining easier. In this case, it seems easier. And he shoves it. I need dexterity saving throws from both Crixus and Doc as this egg comes over the edge a little bit quicker than expected. Is it that you said Dex, not strength to catch? Or Yeah. Five for Crixus. Oh, it was going to be better. Nine? Nine. All right. Uh, the, I need one of you to roll a d6. <laughs> I love this. You want it, Texas? <laughs> sure, I'll roll a d6. You want low? Two? Two! <laughs> it lands on both of you guys. Um, you're, you break the fall of the egg, but you are under the egg right now. Uh, it's rolling a little bit off of you guys. Like, the momentum of it, it did not break when it landed on you. 
but it's continuing to roll. You got ten feet to try and do something before it falls off the next step. I would Aranon would seeing it land on them and not break. Aranon would drop down to the step and then try to shove it again. I am guessing when it landed on them, like jumping down to shove it again, you'd actually be jumping onto the egg because the egg's right there. Okay, I would. I would. Oh. So there wouldn't be any space between the egg. There's and... not a lot of space right there yet. Okay, well, maybe by the time I hop down to the side of it, you know, hop down where there is actually room on the stair, mm-hmm. and then squeeze in behind and push. Use the wall behind me to help as momentum and leverage. Okay, in order to do that, you're going to need to step past Crixus or Doc. I imagine it was Doc's side um, to get in between the wall and the egg. Okay. So, Aradon steps over you, Doc, to try and... He puts his hands on the egg, and he's bracing his back against the wall. Make an insight check. (laughs) Actually, you don't need to make an insight check. It's obvious what he's trying to do. He's trying to break this thing. It was only a five, but... uh, I'm going to definitely try to push or pull or whatever it to keep it on the step. The egg? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Make a strength check to try and grab it. And Would it be at disadvantage because he's prone? Probably, yes. <laughs> yes, this is like making an unarmed attack laying down. Okay, well... Because you're trying to grapple the egg. It was a 19, and now it's a 4. Yeah. you are. You Your hands reach up. Crixus, would you like to do anything as Aranon's getting in there and wedging himself in the back? But laying on top of me? Right? Uh, uh, it's kind of rolled off to the side of you a little bit. Alright. Uh. Um, I mean, I'm just going to try to brace it with my arm because if I keep it teetering on the stair, then it's not yep. falling. Are you, are you using yourself as an egg stop? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. an arm, and a, arm or a leg or something there to try and hold it back. Go ahead and make a strength uh, saving throw. Yeah. Six. Six. Make your strength check to shove the egg, Aranon, as you get yourself wedged in there. He <laughs> closes his eyes. 16. 16. You shove, and the egg, Doc, you're reaching at, you're trying to grab it. You can't find purchase on it. Crixus, you try and get your arm up there, and it just... Aranon's shove, your arm just kind of goes, and because it's oblong, and the direction is, it slides off the stair. Aranon, roll a d6 for me. Six. It kind of spins like this as it's going towards the edge, and then it goes over the edge, and you hear a as it hits the ground below, the stair below. I'm going to walk to the edge and kind of peek over. Yeah, look over, and the egg is cracked in the bottom. There's like egg white basically seeping out just a little bit. I think I like Aranon, arrogant Aranon, better. The entire castle is rocked by a tiefling scream, <laughs> guttural and frustrated. I'm going to ignore it. Oh, it's damned, Aranon! I'm just going to turn Darren around and say... catches your attention. I'm going to turn around and just say, now we're done with the egg conversation. Now we can worry about other shit. 
more important not everything pressing that not everything has to be shiny to have value boy this whole area is a value boy selling that egg would have been worth thousands and thousands of platinum in what All world would have had to do is get it to a city and you're willing to risk all of our lives to get that, this goo, to work to somewhere to maybe get some you, money from it when we have a bigger pressing issue as I you gesture think, up you into think, the sky. You think she's not going to notice that it's gone and broken on the stairs of her bedroom? So you would rather bring it to a city and have the city under... Uh, danger because now Mama Dragon wants to come and find her egg. Crixus Crixus is going to start walking away because I'll be honest, Crixus was not considering selling the egg. Crixus's agenda would be more so I want to see if I can hatch this thing. So that opportunity is, is gone. Valine hops down the stair, and where it's broken, she starts peeling back the egg, revealing this small, almost full-grown, ready-to-break-through-the-egg silver dragon. It, it actually twitches a little bit and moves. It's silver? And yeah, Silver Dragon. And she starts pulling all the pieces of the egg away. Um, hang on a second. Yeah, this will be fun. I'm going to DM Fiat this. Um, she starts peeling it away. I gotta see. Yeah. She she peels the egg away and gets him like free and clear. And she reaches into a little um sp- uh, spell pouch uh, component pouch she has. She kind of opens it up. And she pulls out what looks like a piece of hamburger or something. Or not hamburger, but like steak. Um, and then a little, from a little packet of paper, pulls out some dust and sprinkles it over that meat. And then she puts her finger in her mouth and bites it to draw blood. And she drops the drop of blood on it. And the whole while, she's m- muttering this incantation. And then she takes that piece of meat and holds it on the back of this dragon, this young dragon wormling. And the thing violently twitches once, twice, and then kind of stands up and stretches its wings out and flaps the slime off of him and turns and looks at her and its eyes glow green. She said, there. Well, at least get some benefit from it. Shall we? Aranon is going to be visibly pissed, throw his hands up in the air, and say, fuck it. 
What is this now, Valine? Nothing you'd want to... Just be better that you ignore it and know that it's an ally. An ally that can help us defeat Oral? Possibly. I'm going to start popping down the steps and just go past it and just be annoyed. Rixos is frustrated. It could have been TBDs, but now it's Valines, so um, noticeably frustrated, but moving on. We should uh, head to the Ragged Glacier. Try and find the city of Yithrin. The artifacts of within can help us. Rixos, uh, it communicates that he is feeling fairly exhausted and could use a rest, but perhaps we should break out of the castle some ways first. Aranon. Yeah, Aranon's idea was good. Let's get out of the castle, find camp somewhere else outside on this island. All right. Um, Doc's going to jump back up a stair and go back to the nest. I'll say, and he'll say, I'll, I'll catch up. And he's okay. gonna... He's gonna try to start the nest on fire. Uh, how are you gonna try and start the nest on fire? Um... Hey, here's a question, John. Everything that isn't magical on me is ice? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my fire starting kit, I think I have, would not be a fire starting kit. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Some chunks of ice. Okay. You can bang so, them together. You're just gonna make snow. <laughs> so uh, Doc's going to shoot. One of those like, does Jeff remember or not? Uh, uh, the the alchemy jug is going to crack open the orange one. Um, let me hang on a minute. I gotta freaking pull up my alchemy jug. Actually, you know what? I can just search alchemy jug in here. Um, actually, do you have it in your inventory as an alchemy jug? What's the orange one, Jeff? <laughs> uh, you know what it is. <laughs> does it show the colors? It doesn't show the it colors. It doesn't show the colors? No, that was. A, I think that was a thing you made up. Oh, oh, I have, okay. I have it in my images here, if you give me a sec. Then I got up. Well, you can open them up and smell them, right? So you'd, you'd open the right one. Uh, did I do it right? Yeah, okay. Orange is oil. Orange is oil. Okay, yep. Okay. So I opened the orange. I guessed right. I was between the orange and the cork. Uh, come out <laughs> and see that it's oil, and I dumped that over a good sheltered portion of the outside of the nest okay strike up um with the tinderbox and a torch i would strike that up light the oil and see if it catches yeah catches nest catches you create the largest bonfire you've seen in your life all right we got some time though i mean theoretically it's to run mm-hmm so you start heading back down the stairs. Um, you head down into G8. Um, 
do you stop for any reason to move through or do you just are you heading straight I'm, towards the door i'm gonna let him know we might want to move okay and i'll laugh the whole time yeah, you 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 were literally Tom Hanks. I have created fire, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I created the more serious situation. So yep. Um, so you climb down. Uh, as a group, you're all heading straight to the door. Yes. I yeah. Totally. I would assume so. Yeah. Okay, so working your way down through G five, um, around down the hall, out G one, and down the stairs. Uh, you travel a good hour to get down out on the outskirts of the island. Um, as you leave, you turn around and look at it, and the crown seems to be glowing in the sky of this castle, this huge skull face with the, the, the tines of the skulls seem to actually be melting a little bit of the skulled crown at the top of this castle the fire pouring a dark smoke into the sky um you get down out to the edge of the island and you start you find a good spot to set up camp um this strange silver wormling following you the whole while um and as you're setting up the camp there is a screech an ungodly screech from the top of the tower as the um, resident returns to find its home burning nearly in ashes. Yes. <clears throat> I wish, this is one of those times I wish we had fan artists <laughs> I think that would be an amazing image. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like low to the ground, watching you guys set up camp, and in the distance you see that. Yeah, like an, ancient, like an ancient lighthouse with the flame on the top, mm -hmm. just yep. burning, and then the rock coming down. Exactly. Beast perched on the corner, screaming. Um, so you set up camp for the night. How, how close is the, is the camp to where we, uh, the, the the dock where we left the whale uh you're probably another half hour to an hour away would, at that point would we Marcus. just decide to go camp out on the shore and call the whale because to get the whale to travel wasn't that a couple days That's you said he was nearby we were on the whale for for like two days or three days. Yeah, so I think our best bet would be to actually hop back on the whale where it's safe and not have to set up camp. And take those two days to get back to land. and Because that, yeah. that would be two days be of little, rest. A little harder to find underwater. Yeah. Um. So you go down to the dock. You ring the bell. I mean, Crixus, are That's you in agreement or... Does it seem like we're being chased or followed or... I don't know. Crixus, is Crixus in agreement to go to the dock? Crixus isn't communicating right now with Aranon. <laughs> um, but he's too tired to argue at this point. He's full Crixus of tired frustration. People. <laughs> yep. are, are you giving Aranon the cold shoulder? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll... 
Crixus will go along with it. Um, Ryan, if you don't have inspiration, take it. How you're handling this is fantastic. <laughs> it's not ideal for the party, but it is absolutely how your character feels. I love it. Um, so you ring the bell, um, and the ringing of the bell, you hear another squeal or screech from the air and you don't see it at first but you hear the wings of this giant rock and you all turn and look and silhouetted against this bonfire at the top of the castle is this outline of this giant rock sailing down towards you guys. You estimate you have about a minute before it reaches you guys. Come on, Whale. Come on, Whale. Come on, Whale. Let's go. Come on. Ixus right. is going to get a full night of rest and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, it's unlikely the whale will be here in a minute, so Ixus is, is going to just turn around towards it and raise his shield. Okay, Crixus takes up a defensive stance. Doc, what do you do? Same thing. Every every round would be uh, readying the uh, attack action for if it got close enough, just in case it rolls higher initiative than me. Okay, Aradon, what do you do? Oh, I'm spreading out a little bit in case it has any kind of breath weapon or if Oral's still on it. Okay. Is there anything uh, that I would be able to hide behind? Uh, not really. Like a snow pile or a rock or boulder? Or... You could jump down on... There may be some... Like if you... The, the pillars to the dock that are on the shoreline... You may be able to jump down and hide behind one of those. They're about 10 feet around. I just want to make it clear that Crixus is not standing on the dock. Okay. So You, you went to the like, base. In order to the dock maintain the, the defensive. Yeah, I'm, I'm off the dock. Okay. So you're there. you're just before you get up onto that dock. Yeah. Okay. Um, Valene, actually, she takes one look at the silver wormling and then... Does a very sharp head snap and glance up towards the rock that is barreling down on you, and that silver wormling flaps its wings once, twice, kind of gets up off the ground awkwardly and starts realizing how to fly and flies straight towards the rock. Um, Aaron rock... would, would take up a stance behind the ten foot pillar, and I would pull out my okay. my longbow. Okay. You pull out your longbow. Um, the the wormling meets him about halfway, and the rock just opens its beak and snaps down on it, and basically snaps it in half, and then kind of flicks its head and uh, tosses it off to the side as it bears down on you guys. It's getting closer. You probably have about thirty seconds before it is comes to you it's probably about 500 feet away or so 400 feet away 
I Doc starts singing a dwarvish battle cry in Dwarven. Aeronaut will shoot an arrow at it. You're going to shoot an arrow at it? Yep. Aeronaut? Okay, go ahead. Nine. Nine. The arrow you shoot, it, it flips up, and it's almost like you can see it coming. It just, tink, knocks it, takes its beak and knocks it off to the side, and is, you hear the metal tink impact the beak. Is your longbow made of ice, or is it magical? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's plus one. It's plus one. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, there is a, uh, there's a burble behind you at the end of the dock. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would. How far down the dock is the whale? It hasn't surfaced yet. There's bubbles, yep. but it is at the end of the dock. The, so the bubbles are coming. It's surfacing. How far would... is the end of the dock? Uh, about a hundred feet. Okay. And how high up is the dock? The dock is twenty feet out of the water. Okay. Falling's instantaneous, though. So if you jumped off the edge of the dock, you'd hit the water mm -hmm. instantly. Aranon would run to the end of the dock and take up post at with the end of the bow? dock with the long bow. Okay, so you, you run to the end. You, you double move. Double moving, how fast? How far do you move? 30? I have 40 or feet. 40. 40. So you double move, you're 20 feet from the end of the dock. Mm -hmm. As this, this, um, you turn around 20 feet from the end of the dock and you draw back an arrow aiming at the rock. Crixus, what do you do? I'm gonna. You see Aaron get up on the dock and start running to the end and he's taking up a defensive position. Do I recall how quickly dock can move i assume i do he's slower than you guys you understand yes i cast long strider on him okay as Excellent. i'm moving so i move 30 feet towards the end of the dock and cast long strider on him with my action okay doc what do you do all right um is it how far is the rock like everything uh, other round or is this it kind of it's you're you're guessing you got about 20 seconds maybe before the rock is there okay. you're estimating because it's in full flight and okay yeah i will uh i'll full movement then with the long strider down the dock and turn back to face it okay what does uh, long strider do um i think it's 10 10 feet of movement i think Right. Okay, so uh, 35, uh, 70 then. So 70, so you stop just in front of Aranon yep. um, in a defensive stance. Aranon, what would you like to do? I would move yeah, to me. the actual very end of the dock and peek okay. over and see if I could see the whale. Looking down, you can see the whale. You're guessing he's 50 or 60 feet in the water. Yet he's coming up, and you see the bubbles coming up as he's moving his way up. Come on, it's just a rock. We can kill it, right? I I would tell the rest of the crew it, what I see and how close okay. it is. Make an insight check. So didn't we see 
Aranon's arrow glance off the rock? Off his beak, yeah. Uh, okay, Aranon, this is what you understand in this moment, looking down at the water and seeing how deep the um, whale is and where the rock is in the sky. You understand you're going to have to dive into the water to avoid the rock, or you're going to have to take an attack from the rock as it comes down to the deck. And it will get there just before the whale does. I will communicate that to the crew, and I will jump in the water because being ice, I am not concerned about freezing. Fantastic. So Aranon, sa- Aranon says we we got to get in the water or the rock's going to hit us all. So Aranon jumps in the water. Crixus, what would you like to do? You got 20, 15, 20 seconds before the rock gets there, and you got a 70 feet of dock to go. I mean, I'm going to double move to get to the end of the dock. Okay, so you double move to get to the end of the dock. Do you want to jump? Nope. Nope. Okay, so you get to right to the end of the dock. Doc, what would you like to do? You're Time 20 feet from the end of the dock. Dock on the dock? I will. Dock on the dock. We'll move to the end of the dock next to Crixus, and I will hold an attack action. What are What is your trigger for your attack action? Uh, melee range of uh, anything to hit. May, anything coming into melee range to hit. Any, okay. any enemy in melee range. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he swipes at Valine. You, you, you could be panicked. You could knock into Crixus. <laughs> you cut off Crixus's arm. <clears throat> okay, so you guys both pull up defensive positions there. Aranon's in the water. The whale's coming up. He's got maybe 30 feet to go before he breaks the surface. The rock comes sailing down right there. Just outside of melee range with its claws extended, waiting to attack, and we'll stop right there. And Excellent. We, what is Valine doing? You haven't noticed where she is. She sent the she sent the guy away, and you haven't seen her. Uh, you can make a perception check real quick now that you've asked. Who's got the orb? Ooh, that's a good this question. This guy. <laughs> All right. So, who's got the book? She does. And on my perception, I'm focused on the rock. Okay. Yeah, you well, don't know. I know what I'm going to do, but we'll wait until next week. Uh, Aaron, you can make a perception check. Actually, you don't need to make a perception check. You see where she is. She's under the dock. After the after the um, the wormling got snapped in half, she jumped under the dock, real, realizing she could, at worst case scenario, use this massive dock as a shield. Like when you went to hide Aranon, you saw her go down under there as well. Um, she does see you in the water, and it looks like she's tentatively considering moving over to the opening in the ice to jump in. Uh-huh. So that's where we're going to stop. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Great storytelling. I like that. I want to kill the rock. I like the rock. He's a good actor. Um,. Thanks everybody for popping in. We had quite the quite the viewership this morning. Uh, thanks for uh, showing up. Thanks for taking part in chat. Scoot and Jack, thank you for the show titles. I've got. I think I pulled two or three from your statements because they were funny. And nice. uh, yep. So go vote on show titles, which is. I'm gonna put that link in the chat. Vote on show titles, follow that link. We'll be doing titles after we close out the show. 
uh, go to bit.ly slash our fun discord to join our discord uh, pop in say hi uh, let us know what you think of the show uh, we have discussion channels for pretty much everything games music writing just general shit whatever uh, pop in uh, leave some comments say hi have some fun conversations with us uh, patreon.com slash two nerds one quest if you would like to support us we have some cool and fun rewards there for me for the genius for the now pissed off at Aranon Crixus <laughs> and for DMJC we are two nerds on quest and we will catch you next week 8.30am central time time to rock and roll